Welcome to Seize Your Midlife, the podcast exclusively for midlife women. I'm your host, Bree Schumacher. We are going to dive into all the things from health and hormones to beauty and wellness. We'll be asking the question, what's my midlife purpose? And what am I going to do with the rest of my life? We'll also be interviewing women who've taken leaps or made U-turns in midlife. This conversation is going to be engaging, sometimes educational, a little bit funny, and always real. It is my sincere hope that you find your midlife purpose and lead your most fulfilling life. So join us on this journey to seize your midlife. Let's go. You guys, I'm so excited. And I say you guys because even though I live in the South now, I am a lifelong Midwesterner and we say you guys. But you might hear some y'alls sprinkled in every now and then as I try it out. I am Brita and all my friends and family call me Brie. So I feel like it's only appropriate that you call me Brie as well. Because as Seize Your Midlife has been brewing in my mind for a while now, I pictured it as a place that you came to talk with a friend. And so as a friend, you best call me Brie. And I am just excited to be here and have it become a reality. And I wanted to tell you kind of the background of how Seize Your Midlife came to be. So first, let me just tell you, the other night I was at a party and I met a mom I'd never met before. And I noticed her kind of right away because she was pretty and elegant and dressed well. And we started chatting kind of later in the night. And I asked her what year she graduated high school. I promise you, I don't normally ask people what year they graduated from high school, but this is a long story. Anyway, she leaned across the table and she said to me, I am actually going to be 50 this year. And honestly, I'm having a really hard time with it. And you guys, I just felt like that was so refreshing. Here is this woman just telling me, who's basically a stranger, that she was struggling with getting older. And of course, I'm looking at her and I say, but God, you look so good. And she said back to me, it's not how I look, it's how I feel. I could literally slit my wrist with a dull butter knife. And I literally nodded my head and said, yep, 100%. Yep, I hear you. And the truth is, I did hear her because I could completely relate. I had spent the past year and a half probably feeling a lot of the same way, (laughs) except that I was actually struggling with how my looks were changing. So that's a podcast for another day. But let me give you some background about this kind of quote-unquote, unraveling that I think has started to happen in midlife for me. Probably two years ago, I was in the middle of living what I would say was my best life. I have three boys and a husband, and we were living on a little man-made lake in a very small town in Wisconsin. And I know that a lot of you are thinking, oh gosh, Wisconsin, small town, cold, We actually lived in that same house for 14 years, but I was really honestly happy. And I've thought a lot about what it was 
that made me so happy during that time because if you are somebody that knows me, you know there is nobody that despises winter and cold and gray and all the things more than me. But I was happy. And I think it's because my life was super layered. I had my close friends by, even my high school friends that I saw almost every other week. My family was close, even my extended family. I had an awesome book club. I was part of a great community. And I had this company that I had built from literally just an idea for 19 years, almost two decades. And I love, love, loved my company and the women that I worked with so very much. If you don't know me, then I should probably tell you that my company ran Spanish programs for kids in both Wisconsin and Minnesota. And I always joked that it wasn't brain surgery. We weren't saving any lives. But the truth is, I really do believe that that company did and still is making a small difference in the world because literally thousands of children started learning Spanish in our program and hundreds of teachers got their start like as a jumping point for going on to the Peace Corps or getting their master's in education or going on to have bilingual careers with Futura. And every single fall, I got up in front of a packed conference room of new teachers and did what I did best, which was share my absolute enthusiasm for Spanish. And I think I did it pretty well because those rooms would light up. And at the end of the day, having stood on my feet until 10, 1030 at night, I was elated. Those were the best days of the whole year for me because my cup was so full doing exactly what my purpose was. But strangely, for probably the last couple years, my enthusiasm started to dim a little. I can't explain it except for that maybe it was like glasses that are slowly starting to get fogged up. And so in the back of my mind, I started to think about what my life might look like if I didn't have my business. And then the pandemic hit and we quickly moved to an online program, which I was proud of. But if you know me, I'm like a total generation X, like terrible at technology, just awful. It's not my thing. And at the same time, my husband was getting relocated down south across the country. So this big move was also kind of looming in my head looming over us. And so I started thinking more and more about selling my company. And then when we finally got down here to South Carolina, it was pretty apparent that I could not run my company from here. And so I sold my first baby, my first love. And for the first several months of being job-free, kind of quote-unquote in pseudo-retirement, I was so happy. I was having the best time. I was going on field trips with my kids, spending so much time in the sun and exploring my new city. Honestly, every single day felt like a vacation. And I know that's enviable, but I'm sure you've heard about men who get really depressed after they retire. And honestly, that's kind of what happened to me after, I don't know, six months or something. In September of 2020, my boys went back to school, but 
only every other day like a lot of schools did. And on the opposite days, my son had soccer practice at like 7.45 in the morning and we live like 30 minutes from there. So I'd pile everybody up at the crack of dawn and drive to soccer. And one day we were picking him up. The whole morning had basically gone by from the time at soccer to the driving. And I literally just had a breakdown. I just started like hitting my steering wheel like out of like out of a sitcom or something and saying, I did not build a business for 19 years, become a freaking chauffeur. And my kids just were like frozen. Their eyes were so big. I think they're like, oh my God, mom, you're losing it. And the truth was, I was losing it because I just felt like I had lost myself. Like there wasn't anything that was just mine that I felt super proud of. And I hate that I even have to throw this caveat in there, but of course, being with my kids was meaningful and I feel good about that. But I found myself saying when people ask me, you know, about what I did, because that's what everybody does when you first meet them, that I would be like, oh, I used to run Spanish schools for kids because I didn't have anything else yet to say. And I just felt, frankly, untethered. So I signed up for classes. I took like even a beekeeping class (laughs) and I spent a ton of money on a website with some ideas that I had for another business and I Instagrammed the crap out of all the trips that I was taking, but I still felt lonely and frankly, kind of empty. There were days all I wanted to do was binge Hulu and lay in my back porch and take a nap and stand at the kitchen counter and eat copious amounts of tortilla chips. And that's not me. It's It wasn't me. It isn't me. I am somebody that literally jumped out of my bed on a Monday morning because I was so excited to do my job. And something was wrong. One day, I was leaving Lowe's because in my new pseudo-retirement, I had taken up buying plants. And so I was on a plant run. And I got in my car and I just started brainlessly scrolling Facebook, I think, because that's kind of what would happen to me. I'd get like frozen from what I was going to do next because there wasn't anything that was kind of giving me a sense of urgency or excitement. And as I started mindlessly doing that and then kind of thinking about my day, I just started crying, which turned into full-on sobbing in the Lowe's parking lot. Yep. So I picked up the phone and I called my husband. I was like, Andy, I am not doing good. And he was like, okay, well, I'm really sorry. I don't really know what to say. And honestly, I don't get it, Bree. You have a great life. Like you have the kind of life people would kill for. And he's right. I do. And so that's part of why this was so hard is because I I didn't blame him. But the more I started talking with other women and friends, the more I realized I wasn't alone. And the reason why he probably didn't get it is he's not a woman in midlife. Because I am not the only one that is saying, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? And is this it? Whether we're calling it a midlife crisis or not. 
And honestly, I always joke, I still do, that we're halfway to dead. But as I was writing kind of notes for this podcast, I Googled the life expectancy for women. And it's actually 80.5. So truth is I'm actually more than halfway to dead. Um, But I'm laughing because I don't think of that as like a morbid thing. I more think of it as like a holy heck, I'm running out of time. So if I'm going to make my mark on this world in this next chapter, I better get to it, which means I better stop binging Hulu. And then, of course, that leads me to the next question, which I know so many of you have because you've sent me messages about it. And that's what's my purpose then in midlife? And what am I going to actually do to make an impact? Because truth is, if we have 35 to 40 more years we can do big things. And honestly, friends, I am still answering this question. And I'm guessing you are too. But I am really looking forward to navigating this together and having this forum and this place to talk about things that nobody really seems to be talking about. And I really do believe we are going to do big things. We are going to make an impact I know that one of these days I am going to seize my midlife and I know you are too. So if you could just tell your friends and other people about Seize Your Midlife, I would really appreciate it. And if you could hit subscribe, the more people that come to this conversation, the more full it's going to be. I appreciate you and I appreciate this conversation. Have a great day. My friends, we got this.